You got to stop holding on. It's time to get rid of this stuff. I'm Kelly Wilkness here with Anita Joyce, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, episode 373, Things You Should Not Be Keeping. You've all got that stuff. You got it squirreled away. So listen in. We're in this together, and we're going to get rid of it together. Yeah, and if you haven't moved in a while, you may have some stuff you don't even know you have. Yeah, you might need to move because that, I was thinking that too. Like that is the greatest motivator. Isn't except, that the truth? Yeah, except when I moved to California because, you know, initially I really did not want to come here. Uh-huh. I brought everything. Oh. Well, clearly, like if I could have brought my mom and, you know, everything A else I would have brought too. A little passive aggressive perhaps, but whatever. Just, I don't know if it was just holding on, <laughs> keep it on, keep it on, holding on. I brought rolls of wrapping paper. Like, really? They're well, hard to pack. It was and nice. I how were they going to end up in good shape once they got here? You know, oh. they weren't. But, you know, when you're packing, you pick up something. I remember thinking, is this worth spending my time wrapping up and then moving, paying someone to move it to the new house and then unwrapping it? Yeah, and yeah. Well, that's thought, the rational oh, person's yeah. thought. But I guess when the person didn't really want to go, the person was keeping. Then it's like, no, I everything. can't get rid of anything. Yes, right. I know. Because I'll be going back, and I'm just going to take my wrapping paper back three thousand miles <laughs> to the other side of the country. Well, and I just Marie Kondoed my house earlier this year. Got rid of so much stuff. There were one or two things that were an oops that I got rid of, but. 97% of it, I was thrilled I got rid of. But yeah, there were a few things that was like, a, ooh, I really, sh-. I ended up needing them. But oh, you know, there was that always is, that risk. Yeah. I know. There were a few things. Yeah. That's how it happens. So anyway, this is an episode of action. So taking action. Right. So if you're home and you're listening to this, you know, listen to us uh, out loud on your speaker, on your phone. Listen to us through your Alexa you can do that. Just say, Alexa, play Decorating Tips and Tricks, and she will. And you could listen to us even on your laptop. Play it out loud. So while you're listening, be scooting around your house because we know you got all these things stashed, or at least a lot of these things stashed in various places in your house. And let's give it a hard look together and get rid of it because you don't need it all. I am so ready. Let's dump this stuff. (laughs) Okay. All right. So lots of good reasons to do this. You know, storage is an issue for everyone. Um, Stuffing things under your bed is not good for you. I think that's really bad. Frank shui, karma, what have you. Um, And here's the thing that just is like a dagger to my heart and, and, and painful to someone's wallet. People have outside, exterior, offsite storage units. Oh, oh I stuff know. They don't even know they have and they don't want it. Oh, I think that's terrible. That's so expensive. And if you just go through and get rid of the stuff that you're not using, you probably don't need it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's really painful for me. When we were moving, I had some in storage and, oh, man, that bill was awful paying that every month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely do it. I mean, you know, if you have to do it for a short period of time because, you know, you're having a kitchen remodel and stuff's got to go in there or something like that, then fine. But it just... to to house stuff that you just probably can fit in your own house just because you have extra, I don't know, Tupperware and things like that. Mm -hmm. So we're going to run through a big long list 
you know, we were going to say 50 things. It could be 50. It could be 75. You know, we're not sure. There's going to be a lot of stuff that comes flying at know. you. So, yeah. you know, get ready. Get ready to get moving. Get ready. Maybe get a big bag or a box and you can listen. Just yeah, dump listen with a big trash in. bag. With a big <laughs> trash bag. <laughs> We're, okay. we're going to have you running around the house. Getting running around. So you can make a pile for getting rid That's of right. trashing. You could have a Goodwill pile. You can have give to your friend pile, what have you. But So, and Kelly, I actually have a large stack of stuff on my back porch right now because remember my garage apartment kind of in transition yes. there? A big pile of stuff that, that I'm giving away. I've got a rug going to one person. Oh, so and- if you're in the Houston area- <laughs> Feel free to do a drive-by. Mm-hmm. See that's if you right. want anything. So I, that's right. I have a lot of things going to different people, and uh, it was kind of fun. It's kind of fun because some of it's nice, and the stuff I know no one wants, it's going into the trash. Yeah. Okay. So let's start in the kitchen, which or else, oh, you know, good. Well, we're going to bop around. Goody. But how about kitchen appliances you never or very rarely use? For the one time of year that you might make a Belgian waffle or maybe a crepe? Or even if you're not a real blender person, move it on out. You don't need it. It takes up a lot of space. How about right. like a rice cooker? If you're not doing it, get rid of it. Yeah. We had a yogurt maker, which I used for a while. But God then we stopped making yogurt and then it was making up, taking up space. Dude, that's like, it's like making candles. Like no one needs to make their own yogurt. I really don't think you do. <laughs> Like, I, I was mean, very, I get no, it. It was back in the day where you couldn't get organic yogurt. Okay, stuff, so okay, I was using okay, organic okay, yogurt. okay. Anyway, okay. All, all right, whatever. But okay, fondue sets I found. No. You know what I got rid of recently? It was from when the kids were little and we had all these parties for them. The chocolate fountain. Did you have a chocolate oh. fountain at your house? You know, it got no, to where- No, but I, I think I came perilously close a few times. <laughs> well, and then all I could picture- was it being slung, like oh. bits of chocolate slung all over slung. my house? So yes. I wasn't even, I was terrified of using it at my house with the kids. Oh. So we would pay the uh, the little club house in the neighborhood. We would pay them to have the parties there because I just thought I am not going to be scraping this off my curtains next week. Oh, yeah. No, but no, I no. Really, but then I never used, but I never used it again after a couple of parties because I thought I'm not, I don't want this in my house. It's just like the messiest possible thing. Bubbling molten oh. chocolate. It sounds delicious, no. but you don't want to be cleaning it out of That's your That's a bad combination with small children. Yeah. So I, we'll jump around a little bit as we get ideas. The same sort of concept, themed party decor items, maybe the squanched New Year's hat, and maybe those blowers that you're not sure who or how many people blew out of it before. Like, I don't want to be bringing in the new year with somebody's old germs. I just oh. found a bag of that stuff <laughs> in my garage. I, and, and I think I'm like, you know, running such a tight ship here. I'm like, what is this? It's like clearly like a squanched glittery top hat filled with these probably dried up spitty horn blowers. Gross. Get rid of that. Get rid of the, you know, the squanched lays that you had the Hawaiian party for when your kid was nine or whatever. All that stuff. Like it's not going to look good when you take it back out of a bag or a box. So and you know, are you going to have another luau? You know, are you going to set up the chocolate <laughs> fountain? Probably not. Well, you know what I found just before we moved here was a warming tray that somebody gave us at our wedding. 
many moons what, ago. What do they call those two? The, the sterno, right? Is that it? Is that, no, it no, has no, to it have the thing flame. underneath it? It was like, uh, it was like stuff that you could put food. It was a big, it was like the size of a tray, uh-huh. a serving tray. Uh-huh. But I guess you could put your plates on it and turn it on, and it just would keep them warm for a party. Oh, I never oh, used that. Oh, but no. here's the thing. It was in my closet, I, I in the cabinets. I had room for it at the time. And so I just kept it. And so my my theory was then, if it was a wedding gift, it was something that was was usable, mm-hmm. and I had room, I would keep it. But over the years, I've gotten much more judicious about what I keep. So now it's not just... Does it still work? You're is, ruthless, it, judicious. I am mind. really ruthless. It's you are just, ruthless. <laughs> it's not just is it still functional, but mm. am I really going to use this? Because if I'm not that warming tray, I didn't throw it away. It's not no. in a landfill, or it might be now. But I gave it to somebody. Right, they wanted it. Who needs to warm their own things? And you don't need to do that. It's too hot in Houston to be warming things anyway. <laughs> Well, and, and I mean, I don't even have those, but maybe other people do. But those, you know, the thing I mentioned, that sterno, that was something else. That, mm-hmm. Didn't it go under yes. certain things and you lit it up and it was mm-hmm. like a flame? Like a chafing dish. A chafing dish. Mm-hmm. I had one of those too. Yeah. I think I still do for my mother-in-law. Yeah. So I see I'm not as, br- I do get rid of a ton, but there's a few things I'm like, well. Okay, how about retired sheets and pillows? I'm notorious oh. like, oh, I could use those. Oh, maybe I'll just use a drop cloth when I'm spray painting. Just, you, you're going to buy a drop cloth or you use plastic or you know what's great to, to do spray painting and stuff like that on all the boxes that you may be getting if you're ordering stuff online. Just flatten them all out, lay them on the ground, and that's good because you can't even use a sheet really for painting because it goes through. Well, that's true. And I did throw out some old sheets. And in fact, I just kind of kept my nicest, nicest sheets. And then if they weren't fairly new, I got rid of them. I just yeah. threw them out. And um, we've mentioned this before, but your local animal shelter, humane yes. uh, society, things like that will take the sheets. They don't, Mine doesn't take pillows. I don't know. There's something with pillows. Like maybe there could be I mean, certainly not in my pillows, but there could be mites or something like that, I guess. They think I was a little insulted when they told me they wouldn't oh, take they my would pillows. Take your sheets. I was like, but oh. they're my oh, pillows. Like, honey, it was just you. I just washed <laughs> them for you. But they'll take sheets and blankets and all of that. So that's a great place to donate well, that that's because a good point. they need it for the doggies in those, um, you know, cement cages. Also, if they have puppies or kittens, it's good to have them. I How- had so many old towels. Towels. So they take I, that took too. Them, I took mm-hmm. them to the animal shelter around the corner and they loved them. And it was it was a massive stack of towels. But I yeah, just because I mean, how many towels do you need exactly. to wash your car? And maybe well, you don't even wash your own car. Well, Who you knows? just need one or two old towels to maybe wash the dog's feet when they come in and they're in the mud or something. But other than that, that's the thing. You don't need every old towel. You just don't. It's kind of like those old, the bags from Target and the grocery store. I found a ball of them under the sink. I'm like, what is this? Mm -hmm. Why are these even here? So I I kept a few because I was told they were used, but I didn't keep the big pile of them. Old cell phones, iPads, things like that, and the wires that go with them. Now, we have had success. I don't know if they still do it. I don't know if every one of them does it. But Best Buy 
bought a lot of our old electronics because of Peter's business and whatnot. We get upgrades a lot because he just needs to have the most recent technology so he can do what he does. Um, so we go through these rather quickly. Um, so, but even one time there was an iPad with a completely shattered screen and they bought it from us. I don't know if they refurbish them or they sell them like on a secondary market somewhere, but that is worthwhile checking with your local Best Buy. Apple is very particular about what they take back. So they, you might not have as much success there, but you know it's nice to get. You know, we, I think our situation was we kind of almost traded it in because we bought something else there. So then you even get a better deal. Yeah, it's not too much, but you're right. I mean, the newer the phone, the better you're going to get for them, but it's not going to be great. No, but it's better than just. And plus, it's really hard to recycle those things. That's true. Here was another thing because I love cookbooks. So if I had a cookbook, if someone gave me one, and then I had all my mother-in-law's cookbooks, but guess what? When we moved in, I put them on the cookbook shelves. And then how many times did I get those cookbooks out in the six years we have lived in this house? I don't even want to answer that. So a lot of those went to new homes. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I do. Uh, If I try a new recipe, and I used to try a new recipe at least one a week back in the day. I don't really do it now, but I would try at least one new recipe a day, a week. The ones that I liked would go in my own personal cookbook. And I, I keep it updated. If I try new recipes, they go in my own cookbook. And so if I've made it before and I liked it, it's in there. So once it's in there, I don't necessarily need all these other cookbooks. And when I'm searching for a recipe, a lot of times I am looking online. So I have kept my favorite cookbooks, but there are a lot of those old cookbooks that I just am not going to use. Someone else would probably love them, but you know, I'm not using them. Yeah. No, I agree. I'll say to the crew here, if I make a new recipe, is this a keeper? And if it's a keeper, uh, then somehow I'm going to get that recipe out of the book or you know, copy it online or something. But I do use, I got rid of a lot of cookbooks when I moved. See, moving from San Marino to this house, I was ruthless because I knew I was. I wanted to stay in California, and I not really, many closets I didn't in think that I house needed. either. Right? I'm sorry. There's not many closets in your house because it's no, Victorian. no, no, no. So you know, we wanted to really pare down as much as possible. So I got rid of a lot of my cookbooks. I just dropped them off at my uh, local thrifty. But yeah, you can go onto Epicurious.com. You can go onto Food and Wine. You know, all, there's a zillion places. So I mean, every uh, so many bloggers. You know. Definitely explore online for recipes. You're going to have a lot more uh, options if you're looking for, you know, sort of a general category. That's a great way to be exposed to new recipes rather than just, you know, having the books. They take up a lot of room. Okay. So here's another thing that I know I'm a little more ruthless about than most people, but the the mentos of a childhood, your own childhood or your child's baby stuff. So what I did, because my mother-in-law, the there were closets that were shrines to my husband. <laughs> I, everything he And did much, you even have a little shoebox there, Nita Jane? And he had a shrine, like a whole room. He, he, there were, yeah. I mean, there was like, Aww. if, he had, if he, he had touched it, pretty much it had not been thrown away until we inherited it all. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, I'm sorry, but we're not going to keep your wardrobe from when you were 12. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom, I have like one Barbie from my childhood. My mom threw everything out. So I'm somewhere in between. But so I decided when my kids were little, so I'm going to keep one storage bin of kind of their papers and their maybe their baby clothes and stuff. 
one bin per kid. And I kind of decided if it'll, you know, so I'm just, so that forced me to curate those things. So I have some things that do remind me of them when they were babies uh, that I can look back and that they can take with them. If my daughter ever moves out, she will get that to go with her. Um, <laughs> just have it ready. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's no, yeah. I don't, there's, I'm not. Might be a hint if that box is by the door. <laughs> if you see that on the front porch, you'll know. It's time. It's the day. <laughs> But that kind of forced me to kind of curate it and so that I didn't have closets and closets of all of their clothes. And plus, right. I would want I wanted somebody else to use those. So I just yes. kept just a few yeah. mementos. Right. I think that that's very wise. How about bad pillow inserts? Oh, no. We I used to keep those. them. I did until, you know, we have talked so much about down and down alternative and how that mm. makes such a big difference. Are and- you talking about sleeping pillows or all pillow inserts? I'm talking about, uh, well, we could talk about all of them. I was kind of talking about de- decorative, but yeah. There's also the sleeping pillow where you're like, oh, maybe if I'm, you know, we go on a long times. car trip and then, yeah. you know, somebody wants to sleep in the back. Like most of the people I live with now are kind of old enough that they're not sleeping in the back of the car mm-hmm. when we're driving somewhere. Or they can take their own pillow, right? They can take their own good pillow. Why would you want to take like the, the loser Or they pillow? can get those. Well, they now they everybody's got the neck pillows too. Oh, yeah. I don't do stuff. See, that kind of stuff, like- I am not a gadgety person. No, and I, I like know. I almost put that in like the gadget department. <laughs> like I don't have extra stuff like that. I'm like, just hold I your s- head up or you just bobbing around <laughs> on the plane. I see them on the plane. Yeah, I'm not taking it on the plane. Yeah, no, I my daughter has one in leopard skin. She just loves it. And I'm, you know, when I see people with them and I'm like, gosh, that looks nice. But I'm like, no, 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 no. It's just not. Yeah. I'm just like way too streamlined for that. Mm-hmm. Dragging that thing along with my suitcase. Um, what about- old bras and undies. Okay, oh, it's getting no, personal, no, no. but- Go get your bag. Nobody's going to want these girls. No, just throw those away. Just throw those away. They don't even take them even at the Goodwill, I don't think. Okay, so. Now, this one's a little painful because I loved these so much and kept them for so long, but old magazines. Oh, that's hard. I have a few. <laughs> I have a stack of the ones I've been in. I have some that are some of my favorites. Oh, well, that must be quite a large stack. It, it's, you know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but I think you need two copies of every one that you've been in in case, yeah, and you should keep them in separate homes in case one home goes up in flames. And you still have, oh, maybe you, you should have safety three copies yeah. of oh. each one and then a set in the safe deposit box. All right, smarty pants. <laughs> but um, we don't need all these. And I've had people ask me if I want their old magazines, and I'm thinking, no. I've got my own old magazines I've got well, to dispose certainly I of. hope they're not handling you an old magazine that you're in and they're trying to give it away to you because that would well, not be great. That would be very insulting. That would so, be really rude. No, that hasn't happened. Right. So, the, But those old magazines, yeah, go through them if you want. But then I found that once – but here's the thing. There's these old magazines. I thought, oh, I just love this. I just love this one. Oh, I need to keep this. And then I look at it now and go – well, I don't what really see what in here was. What did I like What in did here? I want? That happens to me even after I'll just do a magazine and then I always dog ear it. I have a system. Like I'll go through it. I dog ear it. Then I go back through it one more time. And then, I'll, and then I think to myself, why did I even dog ear that page? Like it was just like four days ago. But the, the man that we bought our house from, uh, Darling Dean, who was the epic hoarder, he – I should have known when we – made the deal to, to for him to sell us this house and he would only talk to me and he wouldn't talk to either of the real estate agents really? just looking at me and he said to me I'm going to get right on this you know cuz packing up and all of that I'm going to get right on this I'm going to take all my magazines that I've dog-eared oh, and I'm going right. to pack them up and I'm going to take them to my storage unit 
So that was going to be the first thing he did. I mean, and that you think to yourself, I don't want to be 86 carrying my dog-eared National <laughs> Geographics or whatever around with me. Right. So at that point, I was like, hmm, maybe that thing that you have that pile of magazines, <laughs> maybe Kelly, you ought to let that go. So I don't keep a pile anymore. Well, Only the ones Anita's point, in. Well, yeah, or that you're well, in. Yeah, yeah. Or both of us. Okay. But some of these things, yeah, I mean, they just start dragging you down. I think the, the possessions, material things, they should be serving you and you shouldn't feel like you're serving them. And when, so when mm. these things start to be a drag on you, you're just stressed about them. It just feels like your closets are overstuffed. It's time to set them free. Yeah. Deep because thoughts. a lot of this, mm-hmm. it's not worth keeping them and it does cause stress. So I, how about this? The mugs. Do they just multiply or what? <laughs> you, we know your mug story. You tried that and now they're gone, right? You were able to actually Oh, get no, them no, 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 no. No, because I put them in a box by the front door and I didn't take them all the way out. Yeah, yeah. Because I was the setting out. them. For this is what we're telling you today. Take it all the way out. Well, Put yeah, in the you, trunk. Can't, you can't leave. If your family is going to be upset about you taking this stuff out of the house, you do it on a day they're not home. Because if you do it while they're home, they're going to find the stuff and pull it back in the house, and then you're stuck with it. So oh, all yeah. those chip mugs and some of that stuff. This was and my if favorite it's some mug. of their yeah, but also if it's some of their like baby stuff, and you're like checking it, that that also oh, oh and hurt the, feelings. Oh, oh, the artwork, the artwork. <laughs> this was my artwork from fourth grade. Oh well, Evie had gone to all these parties. The I don't know what they're called now, but where they have a glass of wine with friends and then they they paint something. They all oh, paint the yeah. same thing. Do they have those there in California? I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. So she does those. We have a stack of those. Does she want them hung in her room? Oh, no. Yeah. And they're not even in her room. They're in my closet. There you thinking, go. How do I get rid of these? Mm, because she might be un- doesn't want them. Under cover of darkness. How about extra pots and pans? Nobody needs a lot of that. No, and that's another one of those things. They're probably still functional, but how many do you really need? Right. You know, everybody's got their faves. It's, it's the same thing with like your bras. Like you have your couple of faves. But if they're pots and they're aluminum, you probably want to pass them out the door. Yeah. Pass them on. Take them to Because those aren't good for you. So get rid of those. Oh, yeah. The aluminum ones don't get rid of mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, maybe don't even pass those on to Goodwill because they're not good for somebody else. They're either. not good. Yeah. You and here's one. And Anita will want to... Scream from the mountaintops. Get rid of your plastic containers. Oh, those things. Oh, and yes. Lots of times they don't even have the right lids, but you have a drawer full of them. I had that. I had that until Anita turned me around <laughs> that one Christmas. <laughs> My Duralex glass yes, containers. Yes, your Duralex glass. I know. I love those. I use mine every day. And I have a drawer in the laundry room of the orphan socks. Because sometimes they get separated. One goes in one load and another one goes in the other load. Yeah. Sometimes they so need I a little do, time apart. I don't throw them away right away. But if it's been a couple of months and the the partner has not shown up. The divorce is final after I, a couple of months for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. Now, I do sometimes go. find them stuck to a sheet later on, but then sometimes it's too late. Sometimes it's too late. Sometimes yeah. the time has passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, do, I do have a basket of those, and I don't know. I still and don't nobody wants that phenomenon. Just one sock. 
Nobody. No, most just people wants don't one want just one sock. Um, I tried to make it when the kids were little every year in school, probably from kindergarten through, I think it was like ninth grade, they had crazy sock day. And that was supposed oh, to, we were supposed okay. to wear mismatched socks. Mm-hmm. So I tried to institute crazy sock day like a couple of days a week. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> would go for it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't no. work. Well, what about this? We've talked about keep not keeping all the baby clothes. What about that favorite dress of yours or something that you wore to this event or that event and or some uh, some dressy clothing that that's really pretty, but you don't wear anymore. But it's you paid a lot of money for it, or it was really special to you, but it doesn't fit, or it's no longer in style. Right, and you'll that never wear it again. Go. And here's the thing about the clothing, uh, because sometimes people can sign their clothing mm-hmm. if it's fairly new. You can usually do that, but but if you wait too long, it's going to be out of style, and you can't even sell it. I got I got invited to something I'm really excited about. I've never been to one of these things before. My friend Cindy is hosting a clothing swap. Oh, there you go. So I don't really know how it works, although I got so excited about it, I have a bag already. <laughs> and so I'll let you guys know. It's in a couple of days and I'll let you know what happens. I'm not sure what the rules are, like, you know, how much you bring and how much you can take or how it works or how you know you like, you know, if it fits or what have you. But you're supposed to bring the stuff on hangers. And then I I don't know. You drink wine and maybe you oh, just like swap stuff. I I guess well, you have to be the same size though. Well, yeah, but I guess she invited enough people. Chances okay. are you're going to have people of the same size. Um, so anyway, I'll let you know. And maybe if you – I'll tell you in an upcoming episode how it went. And if you, you guys – anybody out there thinks it's a good idea and you wanted more information, I could explain to you how she did it. So let's see how it rolls. How about this one? I, I am I am guilty of this, if guilty is the right word. Keeping candles that – have a scent that you don't like. Oh, well, or they're, you're just not going to use them again because they're, you know, I don't know. I've gotten rid of so many. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm like, I'll, I have how many, how many candles do you need? That's the other thing. How many candles do you need? Well, yeah, you probably don't need that many. If you go, just go through them and you have to get another one, but you get the candle, like you're at the whatever, you know, and you're like, oh, you turn it over. You're like six 99 and it's a candle. And it's in a, and whatever, it's in a fake crock. I love this. You know, I'm going to get this. And then you take it home and you're like, ew, this smells bad. Or it's really, um, sometimes they're really smoky when you light them up and not so good for you. Mm -hmm. But, you know, do you just pitch it? And you're like, I spent $6.99 plus tax for this. I'm going to keep this. And one day. Oh, I'll use that later. Oh, I'll use that on the back porch. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'll use that on a day I'm feeling like smelling fake cranberries. (laughs) (laughs) But that day's never going to come. That day on my nose, hey, I've got a cold. My nose is stopped up. I'm going to get that candle out. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Uh, Okay. Extra glass vases. And I'm going to add in empty jars that you've cleaned because you thought that you were going to do something special Oh, I used to do that. It was so bad. I went through an empty jar phase that was very long-lived. Yeah. What are you going to use those for? I mean, unless you're canning. You're not going to use them. Okay, so this was the thing, old spices. Oh. And at the farm, I tried to keep I tried to keep you know, a decent set of food and spices out there, canned things and so forth and so on. But the thing was because we weren't out there that often, the stuff would go bad before it got used, so I finally stopped doing that. But I was using I was making some homemade tartar sauce 
because we were making some crab cakes and I got out the dill and it was, oh, it was, I just don't even want to say it. It was pretty gross. Wow. Oh, it was awful. And I, it was just so bad. I, so I, that of course made me, then I went through everything because sometimes they don't have expiration dates on those. So what I've started doing is if there's no expiration date, I started putting the date I bought it on there Oh, because at some point you really don't want to use those spices. Yeah. I think there's something online. I I remember printing something out years ago and putting into my own little cookbook, which was just the general guideline for spice expiration. Mm -hmm. You know, how long does saffron last? It's hard to tell when saffron's bad. You know, obviously, it's not too hard to tell when dill's bad now. How about uh, cassette tapes? <laughs> God forbid the VHS. And, you know, even if you have that machine, are you really going to be watching what my daughter calls the fat movies anymore? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had, and this was an issue at our house because I said, get rid of these cassettes. But they have music I paid for on them. I said, I will buy you whatever music you want on iTunes. And download it to your phone. You, we do not even have a cassette player anymore. Yeah, I and I'm. Uh, I think I probably would have been good, like surviving on the prairie or like kind of living. Not that I would want to, but like in the depression because I I have a hard time letting go of things. Like I'm like I could use that. Like I. This drives me crazy at Whole Foods. I like shopping in Whole Foods, but I'm surprised that they want to put rubber bands around everything. And so the amount of rubber bands that I get from Whole Foods, I put them around the blueberries. They put them around, you know, if you buy some hot foods in one of those little containers, they put them around, you know, a, a bunch of different things that, you know, really don't need to have an extra rubber band. I've around. heard they make great b- bracelets. <laughs> Maybe I'll start selling those. There was a, that crazy, I forget what that bracelet craze was. My girls were smack in the middle of that. We had to get all those plastic bracelets. But um, I'm actually- Oh, the Live Strong, those some, things? No, yeah. with some other thing, they, were even, they weren't even inspiring. Um, I'm actually like every week, I'm like, oh, I should have just brought my little baggie of rubber bands and give them back to them. But then sometimes people don't want to even reuse your rubber bands, like whatever, like you got the cooties they on. They probably felt like yours weren't hygienic or something. People might, no, I didn't try that yet. Oh. It's not like I was rejected with my pillows. No, don't, don't try it. I'm I don't want to be disappointed. I, don't, I fear for your rejection. It's not going to work out well for me, is it? Do not try so that. So these things, like the, the, the rubber bands, like I don't even want it. Don't put it on my blueberries. I'll live with the risk of the blueberry thing popping open in my shopping bag. But the paper napkins, the chopsticks, and the soy sauce, like if you order, like we usually maybe once every 10 days, every, once every two weeks, order in. We do DoorDash or whatever. And it's so nice. You know, you order a a nice dinner that maybe you wouldn't make at home. You don't have to cook it. But then it comes with all this stuff and it stresses me out. And so I'm like, I fold all the, refold the napkins and I have them like, oh, maybe for school lunches. And how many chopsticks can one person have? And then bags of soy sauce. So I have little baggies of them in the fridge. Oh, well, and if I can stop them. I tell them, don't even put them in. Oh, I tried that once and it's still the big joke. I was trying to explain, don't send me stories. And, and we ended up and then like you got not- extra properly. Like, oh, she wants extra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like the plastic forks. Like you're bringing it to my house. Why do I need a plastic fork? But anyway, all that stuff, know. you know, or- Because you know, food tastes better on with those plastic forks, apparently. Yes. But if you can reuse those things, like I do reuse the plastic forks for my daughter's lunch and I put them in the dishwasher or I wash them. And so, you know, we- are not experiencing single use plastic. But if you can avoid that stuff, but you don't want to feel burdened with now I have all this soy sauce and I have to store it. 
Look no, at- and how about the extra water bottles? Because that's the oh. giveaway everywhere. You go yeah. somewhere, here's our water bottle. And most of them are not BPA-free, and you know how I feel about that. Well, so if you do. I went through a purge with anything that was not BPA-free. There was some, you know, weeping and gnashing of teeth here. But I was like, I am sorry, but that did not pass the BPA-free test. So we are not keeping that. But uh, no, yeah. no, that's not good for you. Um, how about old t-shirts? You're like, oh yeah, this will be great for gardening. But how many do you need for gardening or doing whatever? So check that bin or drawer and get rid of some of that stuff. Uh, this one, I just did this. Manuals and accessories for appliances or electronics that you no longer own. Oh, good one. Right? So maybe you've got the owner's manual and maybe the installation manual for your refrigerator that you don't own anymore. Pitch it, make it into scrap paper, shred it, whatever. How about old swimsuits? I mean, who wants to try those on? I'll just throw out the whole bin. Yeah. Well, and you know, what would be really bad is you get them out and then you then the elastic's gone. And I'm thinking, oh, what, what is that? What is that no, phenomenon of the elastic just disintegrating? <laughs> well, I don't know. It must be like the chlorine that, and after time. Is that what it is? Or but it's, yeah, just, it's just your bathing suit giving you a break because it's like, oh, it's not that it doesn't look bad, good on me. It just, the yeah, elastic it just, is bad. I just scared it so much. It just fell it apart. Fell off. Yeah. Um, of speaking then of, how about that bag of seashells you were going to make a craft out of or or the bag of acorns or or maybe that giant bin of pine cones? Now, pine cones I do love, but how many does one gal need? Well, I told you I found a massive amount of craft supplies here. It just house, shocks you, me. I don't know how well, that got into Well, the irony is I'm not crafty. Why do I even have these things? Yeah. I didn't even remember buying them. It craft supplies. I think I know for myself. You, um, you are momentarily um, lose your sanity in one of those craft stores. <laughs> and yeah. even me, who ha- has been in the past very crafty and was very crafty with my girls, and I do like a craft once in a while. Um, I, I had so many craft materials. I couldn't even remember what I well, was going to craft stamps, with any of the stuff. The stamps. They were so cute. Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, I get that." So yeah, I'm gonna yeah pass it along to a true crafter. I guess I need yeah, because I do have some of those stamps. Uh, I think I may have kept a few of those. Those need to go because I'm not going to use them. I'm just not. No, maybe um, Evie can take them to school because teachers sometimes are crafting. She could give them to some of the teachers. Yeah, just put them in the you know while they're all oogling over her lunch bag, (laughs) she could just put a box of them and distract them, and they could look at the stamps. Okay, how about say just leave this on the table and just walk away? Just walk away, hands up. Uh, um, I don't know how where that came from. How about this? I'm going to lump these together: table linens you would never use again. Extra yes. oven mitts that are past their prime yes. or don't match your kitchen because sometimes people give you those things. Yes. And how about an apron that you probably never wear? Yes. I got rid of all of those things recently because the the mitts, they're never coming clean. Some of those oven mm, mitts, yeah, yeah. once you get stuff on them, the pizza sauce, it's not coming off. No. I mean, so I do try to reuse them, but there were some old ones in there that had been there a long time. I think every few years you just need to, it's, but here's the, here's the thing. You don't need 20. No. You just need a couple. Yeah. And then every couple of years, just replace them. Use it. 
My girls yeah. tease me that because they say I have asbestos hands because they, they're like, oh, this is so hot. Like, oh, I can't take this in the microwave. And I'm like, what do you mean? You know, like, I have it like on my forearm, like carrying it out. Like, what's wrong with this? It's not hot. So maybe I'm uh, – <laughs> they said that was my superpower. I'm like, yeah, right. I know what my superpower is. It's not Well, that. I know with Evie, if she has gloves on, she can touch anything. But without the gloves, I mean, it's like she can't touch anything. I kind of get that with Evie, I, you know. I love her, but I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ava's the same way. Life's better with gloves on. Um, <laughs> they would have done so well 30 years ago when everyone was, was wearing gloves. 40 years ago when they were all wearing gloves. Yeah. Office supplies that you don't need. Because when you buy something, it has 80 billion, t- you know, those little punch tacks, or it has 8,000 paper clips. Maybe somebody else is setting up a home office that will be trolling the aisles of goodwill and they would be so excited. Like, I, came upon this box and it wasn't a small box filled with pendex hanging folders you know kinds with the little hooks oh i know like you don't really need to replace those a lot and how many do you really need so here's i think there is an overarching theme to what we're saying is that just because it's still in good shape doesn't mean you should keep it if it's not something you personally or your family are going to use, then move it on to someone else because a lot of these things someone else would appreciate. And then it is saving the environment that it's that someone's just going to use it, what you have already have that's already made versus buying something new. Uh, but it's taking up space in your house and then it's stressing you out because then you can't find the one thing that you are looking for because there's... 5,000 paper clips in front of the thing you're looking for. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. And I'm thinking about all these this paperwork that we used to keep and need to file, that now a lot of it is just electronic. A lot of receipts and things I have are electronic. And so you don't need everything printed out. You don't need as much space for file folders. You seem to file a lot of things. Well, don't I don't know how you get away from filing things. Yes, we have I'm, massive folders I'm and massive crinkling, files. crinkling it up and throwing it out. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Which yeah. may be why one of us does the accounting stuff and the other one doesn't. I just, I'm, the, I'm just creative. Yeah. Um, yeah, but creative accounting, that's what people go to jail for that. <laughs> I'm not a creative accountant. I'm just creative. And you're creative too. Um, but you're not a creative accountant either. No, um, no. Okay. How about hardware and tools? Okay. A lot of people have those things. Mm -hmm. They're not handy. They have no Mm -hmm. need to be handy because they might call the guy or maybe you are handy, but how many hands do you have to hold all the hammers you have? So you really only need one hammer. You don't need five hammers and you don't need a selection of 8,000 screws. That's another thing. Like sort of these things come in these packs, kind of like these folders or the paper clips and screws and nails and washers and all that stuff. You, you really just can't buy the number you need. You have to buy a zillion. And then five years later, you still have them. And then you're it's taking up room. Well, and the interesting thing is I didn't know how many screwdrivers, how many hammers, how many tools we had until I went through and organized the house. That's when I realized 
just how many Phillips head screwdrivers we had and, and different sizes. And, you know, I found three hammers. That's when I figured out how many we had. So once you start getting rid of the extra stuff that you don't need out of your closet, then you're going to have enough room to organize things by type. And when you do that, you're going to see that you have extra of things probably. You probably didn't know you already had a hammer or you couldn't find it, so you bought another one. And so then when you have them organized by type, that's when you're going to see I have too much of this thing and you can start getting rid of the excess. Yeah, and that pertains to all kinds of um, personal care items from nail polish remover to toothpaste or things like that. People don't realize how many they have or they go in different places. I was just at a new client on Sunday and she wants me to do her office and redecorate it, but really it needs a deep, deep purge first. And so she has a book. Does she know that's going to be coming? We had to talk about that. Okay. And so I said, you know, like in this bookcase and she's on on Shirney and she's got a lot of important files and stuff, but this bookcase had all kinds of stuff like some like weird thing from St. Patrick's Day and, you know, and this and that, and then like a bottle of nail polish remover. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, stuff like this. Like, does this nail polish remover need to be here? Like, we could find another place for that. She's like, I just went to CVS to buy a nail polish remover (laughs) because I couldn't find it. And I'm going to the Hollywood Bowl tonight. And I needed to take this cruddy nail polish off. And I can't believe it was sitting right on this bookcase and I didn't even see it. Case in point. Right. So all that stuff. I feel her pain too. It, it, It was shocking how many of some things that we had in the house. But when I got rid of the extra, like old shampoos and old conditioners and things that I'm thinking, I really don't know how long that's been there. Mm. I'm just going to go ahead and clean it out and start from scratch. See, I'm it kind was, of, I don't, I don't allow any of that. It's, it was so refreshing. What do you mean you don't allow any of that? Well, them? I only give them one new one. I take the old one away. Like they can't oh, have for the kids. Well, anybody in the house, they can't have oh, more than one. Oh, rations. Well, yeah, because otherwise then everybody starts a new one. Oh, well, yeah. There is that. Peter's famous for starting a new one. Like, oh, finish. Can you just finish that Greek yogurt? Why did you start a new one? Now I have a half of one and another one. It drives me crazy. This is, this is m- mothers all over the world are rejoicing. We're rising you. up together. They, uh, we're rising Thanks. up against this. Right. That's right. Finish it and then start a new one. Um, how about phone books? When was the last time you looked up anybody oh, in the no, phone I book? Pre- I don't even, no, no. We I don't bet you, those. and you do not have to raise your hand and you can stay anonymous, but I bet somebody's listening has phone books. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I couldn't, I didn't, I got rid of them. Even, not even the ones that came, you know, I don't know who came, who gave those to you anyway, yellow books Well, they or used whoever. to just show up at your house, but thank goodness they stopped delivering yeah, I know, them for un- unsolicited. Years, I, like, I do not want this, but also even your own phone book. I have a cute little like address book for years and, you know, Christmas time, you go through the whole thing. Well, just put everybody on your phone, right? Or make a spreadsheet. If you're a spreadsheet person, you don't really need that, that book trailing you around. Old paint. That's a hard thing to get rid of. You have to oh, dispose of it paint. properly. Yeah, because, right. That one's scary. That one's Takes tough. up a ton of room. Mm-hmm. Right. Hats, scarves, just stuff. So many mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And it's it's nice to give it to somebody who could use the things because I think all of us cringe at the thought, I paid good money for this and now I'm throwing it away. But so many of these things we can give to somebody else. I mean, very little of this is actual trash. 
So you might see if somebody can use some of it. Or if it's all the glass jars, maybe you can find a glass glass recycler. It was ridiculous. I mean, well, it was kind of like during the bespoke days when I'd be like, I did not meet a box I didn't love. I was like, oh, that box will be great. Look at that box. It's got nice firm tape already on the bottom and it's a good size and I could get some bubble wrap in there. And there was a period in my life where I was like, wow, that tomato sauce jar. Well, you know, that could be spray painted gold or, you know, that could be this. Or if I just get 12 of them, then my brownies can make something out of them. And then, you know, blah, 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 blah. And went on and on. I had just had bins of cleaned out jars. That's just a little crazy. And then it was like, do you keep the lid? Do you not keep the lid? So all that stuff, the, the point being, everyone, is that this impacts your home, the way you feel about your home, and the and practically the amount of storage that you have in your home for the stuff that you really do want. So if you've got all this stuff you really don't want, like the hot serving plate or whatever Anita had in the back of her closet, that means she can't get her, you know, fill in the blank, yoga mat in there or her snow boots or what have you. Well, the it was stuff the kitchen really cabinet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or your, or your defunct yogurt maker, you know, whatever right. it well, is. It's, but it's, cr- but then it's crowding everything. Mm-hmm. And then you can't, if your closets don't have a lot in them and they're very organized, it's a very restful feeling when you walk in there. But if it's jam packed, you can't find anything. It's not a pleasant feeling. So when you get rid of all the extra stuff, there's space in between things and you can find things and it's going to make you so much happier. So much happier. Yes. So that's what we wanted to do today. We wanted to make you so much happier and we wanted to have fun with you by running around your house and pulling all this stuff out and putting it in bags and boxes and putting it in your trunk and driving away with it to some other place. That's right. So you're going to have a couple of bags. One is the trash bag. One is the donate. And one is maybe like give to a neighbor or something. So, you know, just organize that stuff and then don't look back. No, don't look back. And even if you had what Anita mentioned in the beginning, that kind of like, "Eh, you know, I really could have used that extra oven mitt today Mm because it's okay. It only had a year's worth of pizza sauce on it. (laughs) Exactly. So, but if you even do regret, uh, you know, something that went away, the the overall benefit by doing this far outweighs the one item that you might miss. So go for it. Do you have a crush for us today? I do. It is pouring down rain in Houston today. Is it? And, oh, yes. It, and it's going to be a bad several couple of days. I think we're having a tropical depression. Oh. So, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, it happens. Uh, which made me think about how I really don't like using an umbrella because it you get wet getting in and out of the car and you know, there's blowing rain when it's a bad storm. And so I like to use, do you use rain ponchos or, okay, I can tell you don't. No, I know. I was just thinking, no, I have used them, but only when I've been on hikes. Okay. So they're, because they're ugly, right? Well, yeah, they're kind of ugly. Yeah. Some of them are. Okay. Let me put it. No, they are ugly. I mean, they're ugly. Okay. So I found some cute ones that roll up really small that you can keep in your purse or your Mm -hmm. glove compartment. And I like to use these, you know, in case of emergency, uh, so I just like them because they're very easy to pack mm-hmm. and small, but but they're cute. If you have to put them on, they're not bad looking. And it's right. Jules is the brand, and they're called Pack a Poncho or Pack a Jacket. But the beauty of them, these are p- 
ponchos and jackets that fold up very small to put in your purse. So it has a hood. They Yes, they have a hood. Mm-hmm. And then the ponchos, you could put your purse or your grocery bag or whatever mm-hmm. underneath it as well. Mm-hmm. And then I just find it covers me up a little bit better if I'm walking in the rain. Well, that's So nice. I will include a link to them because anyway, Jules is the brand that I like. Mm-hmm. They have some really cute ones. In fact, I've picked out another one I want. Um, but I, I really like them and they actually, they look so much better in person. This one picture isn't so good, but it looks really cute in person. And people ask me all the time where I got it. So I will share a link to that. Oh, good to know. That's and it's a actually a brand that originated in the UK. And, you know, they know a thing or two about the rain. Yes, they do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good one. Um, that might be something I could get my hiking crew for oh, for yes. Christmas. Because you know, sometimes you're out. Like we did the last thing we did was Mount Rainier. I mean, we did not go all the way out because I need. Well, and I I bought mine uh, in Asheville. But, that you know, you can buy them online. Okay. Yeah, because you just know. Sometimes you just know, know if it's going to rain, exactly. and yeah, you have you you're going to have this little thing somewhere. in your backpack, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Great for kids too in their backpacks, mm-hmm. because kids always forget their umbrellas. Well, as do you, adults. Yeah, and you should go check out the website too because they have some really cute rain boots too and other things. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my crush is um, an Etsy shop that is called Capricorn Press, and they make beautiful fine art prints. And it's run by a woman named Molly. I've met her a few times at an art fair that they have here in Pasadena. I've made purchases from her. She she really does her homework and finds very original uh, prints to then to remake a lot of maps. They are, she has beautiful maps of um, old California maps, all this, a lot of the states, if not all of them, many states, uh, Paris, various, you know, wonderful city maps of Paris, gorgeous stuff. Um, she goes to old libraries and trolls through old book collections. So you're not going to find her work everywhere. Uh, it's very original and very well-priced. So and she can and she can make them at all different sizes, which is so great. So we're so often telling you about seeking out original types of artwork. Well, this is very reasonably priced, and you can get them in very large sizes or very small sizes. So I've been collecting um, the maps of various places that we have lived over the years, and I my intention is to do a wall of these maps in um, the barn. Oh, uh, very nice! Yeah, what a great idea. Yeah, so you know, kind of like. There's a, this is, she's, I'm looking at her site right now. There's a lot of, it's very California centric as well. Well, she's in LA. And so if mm-hmm. you click on the side, she's got, um, you know, ones for the various cities. So there's definitely ones from LA there, but she does, um, constellations, star maps. She's got a lot of flowers. There's a really beautiful, um, vintage sunflower print. She's got kitchen and food. So, uh, there's some of this kitchen decor, like antique farmhouse, uh, posters from France that she's redone. Yeah, and some of those um, sort of botanically ones, like she's got uh, the flowers like that and also like a, a mushroom Butterflies, one. coral, yeah. fish. And she's a super nice girl. So we'll link that in the show notes. Maybe you want to go check out Molly. Very nice. Do we so, have a listener question? Well, we have uh, actually a couple of things I want to say. So um, Chris C., who's been a longtime listener, she um, was so sweet and emailed me about an article that she had read in Veranda about um, 
Alista Wolf, a designer, and we had done an episode about that. She was suggesting it as an episode, so I referenced her back to that episode, which we could also link here. Um, but she said in her email, would you ever think of having a retreat? Oh, so I'm just throwing it out there. Anita yes. and I have not really ever discussed that, but if anybody thinks that might be fun, let us know. I mean, no, I'm you- actually going to speak at a retreat in Roundtop um, tomorrow. There so. you go. Yes. So that would be, yeah, we could definitely do something like that. That would be fun. So let's think about, you know, see if anybody's interested first off. And then uh, another very long time listener, Donna M. Donna had a question. She is in the middle of a kitchen remodel, which was kind of a very unfortunate situation because they did their kitchen and then they had some sort of water damage and Mm. had to take everything out. Just like sort of what I like, you know, oh, like really? So She's without a kitchen. Um, they're basically out eating on the patio. She is a California girl. So, you know, although it's been super hot, but at least it's not, you know, a tropical depression like you're in or something like that. Mm-hmm. So she was asking because she knew I had gone through life like that. Uh, did we have any tips on living through a kitchen remodel, particularly sort of meals and things that you might, choices you might be able to uh, suggest for her to make uh, during this period of time to make it a little bit easier? Well, you probably have a lot more advice for her. I'm just going to throw out a couple of things I would probably do is make sure I had a toaster oven and an electric skillet, which is kind of um, something my mother-in-law had all the time. But it's actually kind of nice to use because it's kind of got the lid on it and then it, you just plug it in. So you don't need a cooktop. So that's really a nice way to cook things. Okay. Like I've never even heard of that. So that was a great <laughs> bit of advice. So you plug it in with a cord? <laughs> you just crack me up sometimes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just the stuff that apparently our, our childhoods were like did not cross. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom didn't have an electric skillet either, but my mother-in-law was all about the electric skillet and the cornbread biscuits. I mean, the cornbread. Well, maybe, uh, maybe it's, I mean, maybe it's a Southern thing. I don't know. Uh, the corn. Yeah. You have to have an iron skillet and you had to have an electric skillet. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. I don't yeah. know. We didn't have any of those things. So if you're cooking some, right. So it's kind we of had nice. an avocado, Teflon, <laughs> frying pan, which we probably all just escaped some horrible poison from. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's, I don't remember any kind of skillet plugging in. So Donna, if you've never heard of that, yeah. maybe that's a great thing. If you've ever heard trip. of that, they still make them. I bet they there. do. It's just not something yeah, that I've yeah. ever been familiar with. Well, I think it's just kind of a little, the other thing you can do is just buy, buy one of those one- you know, the thing that you can just hot pad to put under your, you know, just like a one burner. You can buy Wait, is that burner. the thing you just took out of your closet? <laughs> no, no, no. It was that, a hot, that was a warming tray. This is a burner. Oh. You're so silly sometimes. Like, uh, um, yeah, just a. But see, if you do the burner, then you're going to have to put the pot on stop on top of that. Why not just do the electric skillet in one step? You're I done. think the electric skillet. And then you could do these one pot meals, make some fajitas or something mm-hmm. like that in there. Well, and then there's the instant pots, but I never got into that whole thing. So I'm not going to recommend it. No, but I don't. People I do don't, like them. I don't know from that either. Um, yeah. I'm going to say, Donna, what is not good is sort of ca- 
casseroles, big things, even if people are nice enough to make you things like that. Um, it's hard to manage because Don is also in a, uh, like a small dorm size type of fridge. I had the same mm-hmm. experience. You mm-hmm. half the time I could hardly shut the door or, oh, or I'd no. be out and the door would sort of pop open a little and the stuff would go bad. You know, as you probably already do in my California girlfriend, you're probably going to your farmer's market or something like that. You know, sort of embrace that. Parisian, uh, going to the market every day Uh kind of lifestyle. Um, You know, it's still hot here. So maybe, you know, make it sandwich night uh, once or twice a week. Um, The casseroles are hard to handle unless somebody gives it to you in smaller wrapped up or, you know, these in smaller glass containers or something like that because you can't fit it. Um, But you would have a microwave to reheat stuff like that. This is when... I had my husband go to a French press. I'm not a coffee drinker, but rather than dealing with a plug-in coffee pot that you had to clean and all of this and just an extra thing to be plugged in since our space was limited and our outlets were limited. So we started the French press, which has been a big hit, and we continue on with that. Yeah, yeah those are nice. Um utilize your barbecue as much as you can. Great idea. Yeah. And I, you know, I you Making ahead is really not what is going to be happening for you now. It's really sort of this day-to-day thing. Um, yeah, maybe try some new restaurants. <laughs> you have enough time right. to go to, Donna. It's tough. And um, I think what happened to us, it was so long for us. It was almost eight months with two kids and a dog where we didn't have a kitchen. So wham, wham, me. You know, I made everyone do that. But um, we survived it. But it, eating out. Or bringing in, I should say, for it was very expensive. I definitely gained some weight. So, because you just, you know, you're eating extra salt, extra sugar, you probably wouldn't do it. So, I would say, you know, make really good friends with your barbecue and try to utilize the farmer's market and maybe a blender for smoothies and things like that in the morning. So, uh, I wish you the best. You want to come over for dinner? <laughs> I, I can't promise it'll be on the table before 9 p.m., but but, yeah. but we do eat every day at home. So oh, good luck, Donna. I hope, I yeah, hope at Donna, the end. It's, we uh, feel your pain. Yeah, we do. We do. Mm. Oh, well, this was fun. Super fun. Except for Donna's problem. Yeah. Very sorry about problem. that. And it was fun hanging out with you, Kelly. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space. We are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon.